Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Clinton McDonald, he played in the Super Bowl. He knows all about Super Bowl week, and he joins us now. Clinton, what's going on? How are you? Clinton, you there? I got you, man. I got you. How are you? Man, I'm doing well in yourself. I'm doing good. What are you doing these days? Man, I'm I'm, I'm out here, and like Marshawn Lynch says, I'm making sure my chickens are clucking and they're still laying an egg. <laughs> what does this week mean to you now that you're retired? Uh, I think it doesn't really mean much to me. Um, it, was a, it was a part of my legacy, a part of my book that helped me uh, complete a chapter. I'm going to the Super Bowl was an amazing experience, um, amazing opportunity to play in a in a game that was you know the game of all games. When you talk about sports, period, you know basketball, baseball, Super Bowl is known as being one of the most watched televised programs or even streamed programs now since we have uh, you know lines like Amazon and YouTube, one of the most streamed and watched programs on TV history. So. It's a big deal. Uh, it allows you to establish your legacy as a player. allows you to get your opportunity to where children dream of and be on a stage that only one game is going on and you're the show for the evening. What do you have to do, Clint, uh, as far as, you know, distractions are always a big story for the Super Bowl, for the players that are playing in it. What do you have to do to be uh, locked in and avoid those distractions? <laughs> I think you got to take it back to week one of football. You know, you got to take it back to the offseason and the postseason or preseason to where whatever you dedicate yourself to and whatever you decide to focus on as a team and be oriented together, that's what you have to focus on going into this game. A lot of a lot of teams and a lot of you know individual players make the mistake to try to get themselves publicized and get themselves noticed in this time. And the main way you get yourself noticed and publicized for this game is to win the game. So a lot of guys make it seem like, okay, this is my big opportunity to launch this brand or launch that brand. And they don't realize they've been building their brand their whole football career, and this is just a time for your brand to flourish. And when you take your eye off the goal, which is, you know, winning the game, keeping everything everything about what it's about, which is winning the game, when you take your eye off the goal, you tend to lose and you tend to kind of make up ways to win the game opposed to how you've been winning to get to that situation in the first place. What was the Super Bowl, the, it, the game itself, like for you? That game itself was just like week one of football. You know, you go against your opponent. It's all about matchups. You're going against your offensive lineman as a defensive lineman. You're going against your receiver as a DB. As a quarterback, you're going against, you know, the, the linebacker core and the safety and trying to evade the rush and, you know, what's going on within your front, front seven. But more so than anything, it's just a game of football. It's magnified so much just because it's on a, a grand stage. And if you can master the fact that it's just another football game, as me and um, my teammates did before we played Super Bowl 48 in New York, then you'll be able to be victorious. You'll be able to go out there and execute your assignment. You'll go out there and be able to run like a German-engineered uh, supercar or sports car, you know, in tune, everything hits on beat. Everything is consistent. Everything is, you know, is going around to where it's reciprocating the energy. But when you go out there and make the game more than what it is, more than football, that's when the distractions come in. It, uh, and then when you get to that experience, when 
you play the game, but then you experience the fact of being a Super Bowl champ and winning and realizing that all the hard work is paid off throughout the season. When you get to that point, then what's that feeling like? Um, I think it's just more so accomplishing your goals. One model we had before we even entered the season was what's next. We had um, former Navy SEAL David Godman come speak to our team, and he was basically telling us about different missions that he had as a Navy SEAL. And he talked about how in certain situations there was never a rah-rah or never a, an exciting moment to where we accomplished our mission. Let's go, go out and get drunk and, and, you know, celebrate. It was more so about what's the next mission. And being able to accomplish a Super Bowl win for not just you or your family to establish a legacy, but more so the legacy of, you know, you being able to being hung in the rafters. No point in time until now that in the days, that that banner that we rolled together as Super, Super Bowl winners in Super Bowl 48 will never come down from the facility. So you're just adding to your stone, you're adding to your legacy, and that's basically a, a, a feeling of accomplishment, knowing that what we set out to do this year, we've actually accomplished as a team, we've actually accomplished as individuals, and now going in your life forward, whatever happens so far as um, distractions, um, uh, interruptions, you're, you're able to honestly say, I'm able to keep my course and able to keep my composure to accomplish something that's meaningful to me. We're talking to Super Bowl champion Clint McDonald and Super Bowl 48 with the Seattle Seahawks. Also, that Super Bowl in particular, you you played defense, and the defense got off to a hot start and really carried the team throughout that game. So for uh, what, what was that feeling as far as with the defense and the way that they played? They played really well and, and got off to a uh, safety to begin the game, and that's something that is unique about football games when you see safeties, but – to begin the game that way and then get off to that hot start and just keep it going throughout? It was just a dynamic feeling because we know we were going into the game with a number one offense in Peyton Manning. He set a passing record that year. He had great receivers. He had great running backs. He had great offensive linemen to protect him. But we knew as a defense we had more than what was on paper. We had the intangibles. We had the character. We had the attitude. We had the swag. We had the confidence within each other knowing that, you know, throughout the whole season, our defense is what kind of carried the team and allowed us to be as as accomplished as a unit as we were able to be. When we knew going into this game, it was, it was going to be no other, you know, I would say adversity that we had faced during the year. That was going to stop us at this point in time. We knew we had a destiny. We knew we had guys that we cared for, we played for on that team. So our next goal was to go out and show it and display it by the way we played. Clinton, you recovered a fumble in the Super Bowl. Where's that ball? I think that ball is probably somewhere in New York. Um, because when after I recovered the fumble, the referee came and took the ball from me. And I hadn't seen it since I touched that six oh. that night, that minute, that second. They, I don't know why they took the ball from me, but I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, it's a fumble recovery, so it doesn't matter if they keep the ball or not. Basically, we recovered the ball. And no different than an interception or a touchdown if you chose to keep the ball. It's not a big deal for me to keep it, but I think that's somewhere uh, in Super Bowl history that somebody has and put in their, their, their secret trophy, trophy room or whatnot. Mm. But I hadn't seen that ball since I recovered it. Dang. Clint, when you look at these two teams in this matchup, Chiefs 49ers, both of them have really good defenses. Which one of these defenses do you really like? 
I like um, the 49ers as a team, too, because they overcome adversity. They have an outstanding quarterback. They have outstanding, you know, character and talent, and they thrive in high moments. We see their whole season was based upon the storyline with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And that did not distract the team, regardless of how many times Taylor came around and what situation he was in involving the Kansas City Chiefs. It did not distract the team from going out and accomplishing their goals. I like Kansas City's defense, first of all, because they're a mixture of guys that can make things happen. If you look at what's been happening over the last two to three weeks with both teams and you look at the defense, you look at the interception, the turnover ratio, you look at, you know, who's able to get the quarterback down. And so far, when you have San Francisco, you only have Nick Bosa that accomplishes two sacks in over, over a 13-yard period, and he's the only one that affected the quarterback to get him down. But when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, you see six sacks. So when you're in football and you're playing high-level competition, you got to look at the matchup. you got to look at the offensive line and the defensive lineman. How can we generate pressure on a defensive perspective to stop the quarterback, to basically interrupt his pattern, to interrupt his flow. And when I look at the look at the stats and I look at what's been going on in the last two, three weeks of football, the Kansas City Chiefs has a unique formula to dial up a sack, to get an interception, to get a turnover. We've seen it on the one-yard line when, um, I think it was the Chase Flowers, or not Chase Flowers, but when the, the Raiders were going in for a touchdown, the ball got punched out on the one-yard line. Things like that, those are heads-up plays, and, and those are things that, separates defenses to know that I got a guy getting ready to cross the goal line. If I just punch it out, the, the ball's a turnover and the game is essentially over. When you look at that style of play, you're looking at a next level of understanding of the game. You're looking at a next level of understanding what you have to do to be effective in a game. And that same guy to punch the ball out was the same guy that got a, a pass caught on him. They had, had other things in the game that affected the game to that point. But the adversity that, that the Kansas City Chiefs fight through game in and game out, the way they approach their game, the way they approach their study, the way they approach their week, is why I personally like the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to go into the game and win because on the other side of the ball, you have Brock Purdy, who's thrown over 519 yards over one, two, three, three, three receivers. So, and you're using, you have the aspect of, of George Kittle as your, your tight end who creates another matchup. I'm as more confused as ever on who to pick for to win this game. <laughs> come on, come on now. Hey, Clint. Put it to you like this. Vegas hey. doesn't really pick the losers. 